You are listening to the Grace Covenant Cornelius Podcast. But today I have uh, the great privilege of bragging on God and talking about all that He's done in and through Grace Covenant in this past year. So today we're going to be celebrating what God has done uh, and then what He's leading us into. We, we celebrate the past, but we believe that God has greater things for us in the future. Amen? Greater days ahead. We always live with that expectation. You know, there's so much life-giving ministry that happens through Grace Covenant every week. And depending on your season of life and depending on your level of engagement in the life of Grace Covenant, you may not be aware of all that's happening. Um, So we created a video. Uh, This video is uh, Grace 360 that will give you a little better view of Grace Covenant and the vast ministries that take place every week. So if you could think of it like this, this video is about grace in action. Welcome to our nursery here at Grace Covenant Church. Here at Grace, we not only love our babies and take care of them here, changing diapers and all that, we also uh, value our families. Every baby is prayed for. The Word of God is spoken over them. Their heart is so open. Their spirit is so free that this is the planting ground. This is where we plant seeds that will grow as they move up the discipleship track. At Grace Kids, we want kids to learn about Jesus by loving God and serving others. Now, we want it to be fun, that's for sure. Um, But we also want to make sure they're learning more about Him. And over the summer, we were able to do kids camp. We took over 80 kids and leaders with us to our camp at Crowder's Ridge. It was an absolute blast. God did some amazing things in our kids' lives. And then we were able to do all-star camp at our campuses, which is our BBS. And over 500 kids participated and over 300 leaders. We know this through 2021. We were able to bring back some of the fun things we did in the past. And we saw God do amazing, amazing things in our kids' lives. Being a part of Grace Students is absolutely amazing. It has led me to meet some of my lifelong friends that I hold dear to my heart to this day. Last winter, we had a winter retreat, and there was one night that the Holy Spirit was just so evident. We were all just shook, and we walked away just empowered by the Holy Spirit. I know my family has seen a difference. Just ask my dad. As a parent, knowing my children know Jesus is so important. And here's where it happens. Grace Women welcomes women of all ages and all walks of life. We have multiple opportunities for ladies to connect with other ladies and also to grow and understand the truth of God's Word. Also, this past year had a retreat with the theme Deeply Rooted, where women's lives were changed and transformed in a powerful way for eternity. So S1A is an outreach of men from Grace Covenant and some guys that don't go to church here have joined our group to be able to use the gifts and talents they have, learn from one another, new gifts and talents, and we take that and go into the community and be a servant to those who need those gifts and talents. But the miracle is the brotherhood that forms out of that. So in 2021, we also helped our local community here We strengthened our partnership with the Hope House, and they provide support to women and children who find themselves in a tough season of life. We also deepened our relationship with the Neighborhood Care Center. They're out there in Cornelius, reaching the community there around Smithville. All of that in this community to show them your love for Jesus. 
This past year at the Statesville campus, we've had so much fun. We have prioritized praying together and having community together. One of the ways that we've found community is by our indoor picnics that we have every few months, where we all get together, share a meal around a table, and just grow in relationship with one another. Is we've had two different families who had needs within our church, and our community decided to rally together. The members of the church rallied to help fulfill those needs and meet those needs, just like Christ would. At the East Lincoln campus, we are all about community. In 2021, during a time where COVID wasn't allowing us to meet in the building, we still gathered together at one of our big events during a tent service. And at that service, we came together to worship with one another, break bread, fellowship, and just be an example of Christ's church in the local community. And that event really sparked a lot of momentum where we were able to start groups and just really become excited for what God had in store for the East Lincoln campus. And when we look forward to 2022 and beyond and all that God is gonna do with the new building and everything that's gonna happen in the East Lincoln community, we are a body of believers that are ready to see God move. And then exciting. You know, although there were a lot of challenges in 2021, uh, we saw God do some amazing things as we set our heart to seek Him and to serve Him. You know, our mission here at Grace, as you look to your notes this morning, is this. Every day, we're helping people become like Jesus by doing this, by loving God and serving others. We want to help people discover the life that Jesus offers and then help them walk that life out. And you're going to see that in the annual report that's there in your worship guide. It tells a little bit of the story of grace in 2021. And I want to walk you through it. For those who would be watching the service virtually today, you can access the annual report. The annual report there, it's available for you. I want to start with the most exciting part because everything we do is really about what happens to change people's lives, Right. In 2021, we had the privilege of helping 186 people discover life in Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? And what's interesting, in that number of 186, you know, due to COVID, we had to be, figure out how to do ministry different. And it pushed us to really uh, ramp up our Grace Online service, what's happening virtually, uh, reaching out to our community, not only to our community, but beyond our community. Of those 186 salvations, 57 people made a decision to follow Jesus through our Grace Online service. So using technology to help us spread the gospel. We also added, you see there, 83 new partners who became a part of our Grace Covenant family. We had 48 individuals who were baptized in water. 42 individuals who received the fullness of the Holy Spirit as described in Acts 2, and we recorded four healings or miracles. So we celebrate this morning all that God did in and through our Grace Covenant family in this past year. Yeah, go ahead. Give the Lord a hand. Now, this ministry that happened was possible due to your generosity and your financial support. You honoring God with the tithe. So let me let me briefly talk you through the financial report. I'm not going to go deep into this. Just want to kind of hit the high level of the numbers. And in 2021, our tithe was six million five thousand seven hundred six dollars for the first time ever in the history of Grace Covenant. We crossed over the six million dollar threshold uh, in our tithe. Our giving was actually up in a difficult year. Our giving was up five percent over prior year. Um. 
It's through your generosity with the tithe that we're able to carry out life-giving ministry. Listen, there's no way around it. When I was younger in ministry, I used to hate to talk about money, but what I've come to discover is it takes money to do ministry. Bottom line. You're going to have facilities. You're going to feed the poor. You're going to reach, if you're going to reach out to the nations, it, it requires dollars to do that. So, so thank you for your financial uh, support over this past year. Our expenses for 2021 were... $5,510,102, as, as uh, you can see there, we're, uh, we spent those dollars, kind of the breakout of that. Because we were able to operate below expenses for the year, it actually freed us up to take excess dollars to retire debt and to invest in some ministry opportunities. Then you see our budget for 2022, $6,025,992. This budget's not only set to cover operational expenses, but to position us to live out our mission here in the Lake Norman community and around the world. You'll also see there in the report that we invested $305,229 in partnership with 49 different organizations here in our community. One of the things we've discovered is we don't have to do everything ourselves. There's organizations that are doing ministry really well, so how can we come alongside them and serve them? Um, some of the things that we did in our community this year was launching um, a, a Hispanic ministry initiative to help us reach this, the fast-growing population of Latinos moving into our community. It's been phenomenally successful. Uh, we served 191 families through Christmas Joyland. We created a partnership this year with, with Washam Elementary. And just in this year, we have two high schools that's opened the doors saying, hey, will you come and help? And so we have some schools that are opening up. Um, we also blessed over 300 families with a full Thanksgiving meal. That's just part of the story of what happened, again, through your generosity and your partnership in this year. And then globally, um, we were somewhat challenged due to COVID restrictions, couldn't travel, we couldn't send teams. But that didn't stop the work of us reaching out globally, embracing our mission globally. We continued our partnership with the country of Nicaragua, uh, investing in ministry there, helping bring relief through food, helping with some construction projects, continuing to support the Minister's Institute. Matter of fact, next month I'll be in Nicaragua celebrating uh, 22 students that's graduating from the Minister's Institute going into full-time ministry. Grace Covenant fully supports the institute uh, and so we're a part of raising up leaders seeing them then launched into ministry we also continued our partnership with uh, the Foursquare um, with Foursquare Ivory Coast um, and the ministry that's happening there but in 2021 we gave 164,000 uh, $164,869 to global missions again all that was about reaching the loss uh, planning churches, helping people at points of need. So again, I thank you for your financial partnership. I can't say that enough. That's what enables us to be um, radically aggressive as we embrace our mission here in Grace Covenant. On the back of the annual report, you see the progress that we're making through the Embracing Our Future campaign. Our goal over five years uh, was to raise $10 million to cover the facility development that happened here on the Corneas campus, the 28,000 square foot that, that we just finished on the, on the back of our building, and um, 
to help us develop a worship facility for our East Lincoln campus. We have 10 beautiful acres paid for, uh, ready to be developed, and so we're waiting for the right time for that. Today we have $2 cash in hand that we're holding that's designated for a new worship facility for our East Lincoln campus. So we're getting ever closer to being able to pull the trigger on the construction of the new worship center. You'll also see there that we were able to retire $975,842 of debt in 2021. Uh, So that's a big praise the Lord. Almost a million dollar reduction of our debt. Uh, Our present debt is $6,344,184. We also have, just a quick update, a contract on the office building across the street. We're hoping that within the next two months we're going to be able to close on that building. That will generate another 800000 that we'll be able to then further reduce um, our debt. So we are uh, we're not only being positioned for the future, but we're quickly eliminating this debt. So again, we have just greater opportunities before us. I, I would encourage you to continue to support our Embracing the Future campaign. If you have been, thank you for your partnership. If you're somewhat new to Grace Covenant and you're saying, hey, I didn't even know this was happening, we would love to have you join us. Listen, this is what I know. Facilities are nothing more than tools, right? We don't worship this building, right? We use this building. Actually, seven days a week we use this building. But it's a tool to honor God, but it's the tool that helps us do effective ministry. And so I would ask your continued partnership as we're raising funds for the building of a new worship facility for our East Lincoln campus as well as retiring our debt here uh, on our Cornelius campus. Also there in the annual report, one other thing I wanted to mention, you'll notice there's a little QR code. Um, you can take your phone, scan the QR code. There's more information. But one of the things you're going to find if you scan the QR code is you're going to find a picture of all of our staff. Just the other day, someone asked me, Pastor, do you have anyone helping you lead Grace Covenant? And I said, absolutely, I do. I have a phenomenal team of folks. And so there's a picture of uh, support staff, pastoral staff across our three campuses. Some of these individuals are part-time. Most of them are full-time. But it will give you an idea of um, a team of folks here serving in different capacities, helping uh, make Grace Covenant happen week in and week out. It's this team that's helping us live out our mission and our calling here at Grace Covenant. So let me talk with you about our calling. What is, what is Grace Covenant all about? It can be summarized in four words. Here's the four words. Connect, grow, serve, and go. Can we say those four words together? Connect, grow, serve, and go. What are we all about? We're about helping people love God, serve others, and then we want, what do we want to do? We want to connect. We want to help people connect. We want to help them grow. We want to help them find their place to service and to grow. So let me talk just really quick about each of these four components. The first step that's critical is connection, to connect with God and to connect with people. At Grace, we help people connect in relationship with God and connect in relationship with each other. We want to, we want to help people who are far from God to discover relationship with God and to discover the value of community, of being a part of a family. There's a gentleman, part of our congregation, his name's Mark. I can tell his story because he's in New York this morning and he's not here. Uh, but Mark was a man, very successful businessman, um, 
done well, gathered a lot of stuff. But you know the problem with gathering all the stuff and the success he had, he still didn't have fulfillment. There was something missing in his life. And, and um, in the midst of uh, this past couple years, he came down with COVID and it was critical. It was serious. He found himself in the hospital. In the midst of being in the hospital, fighting for his life with COVID, if Mark was here today, this is what he would tell you. He had an encounter with Jesus and it changed his life. All of a sudden, he became connected relationship with God. And every Thursday morning, he's a part of a men's group that I'm a part of. He shows up and he's connecting in community. And let me tell you the end result. It's transformed his life. Changed his marriage. Changed his home. But he got connected. Connected to God and connected to community. There's another point of connection that's happening here at Grace Covenant. And it's a, it's a ministry called Grace Espanol. One of the things we noticed, and the Holy Spirit just kind of began to stir within us this concept of, hey, there's a lot of folks from other nations moving into our community. I don't know if you've noticed that, but, there, but I mean, we're talking from, from Colombia, from Venezuela, from Guatemala, from Nicaragua, and they're coming here to our community, and we thought, wow, there's a great opportunity. And out of that, there's this ministry initiative called Grace Espanol, and it's all about connecting people to God and connecting people to community. I want you to watch this video. It'll tell you a little bit more about what's happening. Hi, my name is Jackie Solorzano, and I'm one of the leaders of the Grace in Espanol here in Grace. Grace in Espanol is an alternative for all of those Hispanics and Latins coming into our area. The Latino group, the Spanish group that we have, it has been wonderful to us. It has been an answer to prayer because one of our fears that we have coming into North Carolina is that we didn't know, we didn't have no family, we really didn't know anybody. We are passionate, we are loud, we are happy people, and we, uh, we like to embrace what grace has for us, and we like grace to embrace uh, what we can bring to you and give to all of you. Grace in Espanol help people in five areas. Immigration, work, health, housing, and English as second language. You may have seen us uh, the way we worship. Worship is very important to us because it's the place where you come to the feet of Jesus and you come to adore him and you have a personal time with him. That's why worship is so important to us. We cannot come to church only and sit down. We got to do what Jesus says. Go all around and preach the good news. And that's what we're praying for this church. We love this church and we want the best for our community. I just want to make my friends who don't believe in Jesus believe in Jesus. And I hope you can come to us in grace in Espanol. This is what I know. Lives are transformed when they connect with God and connect in community. Bottom line. Well, because we're created for relationship, right? Relationship with God, relationship with one another. So we want to help people connect. We also want to help people grow in the faith. You know, in grace, we assist people in the next step of their spiritual growth towards greater trust and greater obedience to God. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 says this, Just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, 
Continue to live in Him, rooted. Notice that's rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught. So from children's ministry to student ministry to groups for adults, we provide like all kinds of opportunities for individuals to grow in their faith. We want to help people discover all that God's created them to be and all that God's created them to do. And that's about growing in our faith. And one of the most effective ways that people grow in their faith is through serving. We were saved to serve. Right? Jesus came to do what he came to, not to be served, but he said, I came to serve. He's the ultimate example for us. So at Grace, we help people discover their gifts and purpose so that they can find the right place to live out the fullness that, of all that God has for them and all that he's created them to be for his glory and honor. You know, 1 Peter 4.10 says this, that each one should use. Each one includes, look, all of us. Look around the room this morning. All of us. Each one, what, should use whatever gift they've been given to do what? To serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So what we want to help you find your place to serve in our church or in our community because it's through your service that you honor God and it's through your service that you bless others and it's through your service that you grow. I want you to hear the story of one individual who is a part of our Grace Teams who serves every Sunday, and he's so excited about serving that we actually gave him the last name of Joy. Just kidding. He already had the last name of Joy, but it's evident through his serving. What's this video? My name is Brian Joy, and it has been my honor to serve for over 11 years at Grace Covenant. Some people have said there is a Brian Joy greeting. I'm not so sure about that, but here it is. Well, good morning, how are you today? Grace team members, the volunteers that come all during the week are about family, about unity, about working together for one direction, and that direction being the cross. The brotherhood among the volunteers we're here to serve each other and serve the Lord and serve the people. Grace team members, they can be crazy. Crazy for Jesus and crazy for so much more. What's it like to volunteer at Grace? Fantastically awesome and rewarding. This church does so much for the, any volunteer. I'm a people people, you know. I like volunteer. I also volunteer at the VA, so it's a great way for me to give back. So we've been doing this for over 20 years to share with them that they are loved and valued as they're coming into the very presence of God to worship Him. From ages 4 to 80 and all stages in between, there are so many activities and involvements that Grace can plug you into and have you serve in the community on a weekly basis. I just love to still um, thinking about others above ourselves. Um, and she has grown to passionately serve at the church, and I'm so thankful for the opportunities that they provide for kids. These are my favorite volunteers. <laughs> really? Why? Because they're always here. I've been volunteering at Grace for about three years, and last fall at the women's retreat, I dedicated my life to Jesus. So no matter your time or your talents, I'm inviting you to join this joy to find your joy in serving Grace Team members at Grace Covenant Church.
can discover greater joy by serving. Just by taking the gifts God's placed in your life and then using those in some way to serve others. I don't know if you would be aware of this, but every Sunday on all of our campus, all three campuses, it takes 210 Grace team members to make Grace Covenant happen. That's 424 volunteer hours every Sunday where people are investing, where they're serving. And in that, what ministry happens, life-transforming stuff happens as individuals serve. So I would encourage you, if you've not found your place, again, in the church or in our community, find your place to serve. At Grace, we're also committed to going. We are around the corner and around the world. You know, the reality is there's a lot of hurting and lost people in our community and the nations around the, around the globe. And, and we may not be able to reach all of them, but we should do everything we can to reach as many as we can. We should leverage every gift, every dollar, every resource to reach as many people as we can for the sake of the gospel. That's why we go around the corner and around the world. Through ministries like Christmas Joyland, Christmas Joyland, we had 191 different families come onto our campus. They experienced an amazing shopping experience. Each family had a one-on-one presentation of the gospel, and 25 people accepted Christ as their Savior. But that's about going around the corner, what inviting people into. And then we, we're also committed to going globally. As I mentioned earlier, we're, we're working with the Foursquare Church in Nicaragua. We're working with the Foursquare Church in, in, Ivory, in the Ivory Coast. Um, in, in the past five years, we've been in a, a strategic partnership with Foursquare Ivory Coast. matter of fact, the president, Pastor Marius, will be here in June. I'm so excited to be able to host he and his wife, Deborah, But in five years through our strategic partnership with the Ivory Coast, we have helped them plant over 200 churches that have reached literally thousands of people for Christ, even into unreached people groups. These are people who have not heard of Jesus Christ. We're a part of seeing that happen through uh, our partnership with the Ivory Coast. Isn't that exciting to know that from this little church and this little town, we have opportunity to reach around the world with hope of the gospel. And all of this is a part of our strategy, going around the corner and around the world. And you may be wondering this morning, why does this matter? What's the big deal? Why does it matter that we as a church are missionally focused? I, I want to give you, really quick, I want to give you three reasons for the why. The why that should drive all that we do. First is this. We are the plan of God, and there's no plan B. You wonder what God's plan is? Just look around the room this morning. We're we're God's plan. When Jesus, the Son of God, came and he provided the way of salvation, and then he entrusted the gospel to a group of men and women, the church, to carry the way of salvation forward. Listen, Jesus didn't start an evangelism program. What did he do? He empowered people. Like you, people who had been rescued to be rescuers. You're God's plan. There's no plan B. We are the plan. That's why it really matters. If lost people are going to be reached with the gospel, it's about us being mobilized to the mission. That's why, friends, it really matters. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey, you're God's plan. Go ahead and tell them. You're God's plan. That's why it matters. Here's the second why. People need hope 
and the life that Jesus offers. Now here's the problem with everything this world offers. It leaves people empty. And having more stuff, having a bigger house, a nicer car, or better paying job, it simply won't fill the longing of the soul. Human beings were created to live in relationship with God. Now, just as an automobile was created to run on gasoline, so humanity, so human beings were created to run on God, to function best in relationship with God. Listen, people in their community are desperate for hope and life that can be found in Jesus, and we can help them make that discovery. In John 10, 10, listen to what Jesus said in John 10, 10. He says, I am come that they might have life and have that life to the fall or in the overflow. So we have the answer to what the world is searching for, friends. And here it is. It's Jesus. Not complicated. It's Jesus. In him is is life. Here's the third one. People are searching for purpose that's found in relationship with Jesus. Purpose for life. That's the big question today. What's my purpose? People are searching for purpose. The problem is, is oftentimes they're searching in all the wrong places. In Proverbs eleven twenty eight, from the message paraphrase, listen to how this verse reads. It says, a life devoted to things is a dead life, a stump. A God-shaped life is a flourishing tree. It's only in God that we discover our origin, our identity, our meaning, our purpose, our significance, our destiny. Listen, every other path leads to a dead end. So people in our community and people around the world are searching for purpose, and we can help them find that purpose through relationship with Jesus. I mean, think about this. Not only can you change someone's life, but you can change their eternity. That's why our mission really matters. That's why we can't just become complacent and satisfied to sit on a comfortable pew and stay in the security of the four walls of the building. Because people's eternity is like hanging in the balance. And you and I can be a part of helping them make the greatest discovery and the greatest decision in their lives that will forever change their lives and change their eternity. Friends, that's why it matters. That's why we're, we're going to live on mission in 2022. Let me, let me conclude by talking with you about where we're going, where we're going in this year. We've talked about what God's done. We've talked about the why. Now what are we going to do about it? You know, through a time of prayer and seeking God's direction for this year, we as a leadership team believe God by His Spirit clearly spoke to us. And the direction was was. Not complicated, it was actually rather simple. We felt the Holy Spirit was saying to us, in this year, it's back to the basics. Back to the basics. The basics of the church, and with that we have four goals. Four goals that that we have built strategy around. And I want to just leave you with these four goals. The first is this. In 2022, we're going to mobilize the Grace Covenant family to reach the lost. And it doesn't get any more basic than that, but it's the calling of the church. Every day we want to help people who are far from God discover relationship with God and reach the lost. 
In Mark 16, verse 15 and 16, Jesus gave us this charge. Listen to how this scripture reads. He said to them, go into all the world and preach or proclaim the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. You know, the mission field is not just another country. Certainly it can be. One of the strategies we're working on now is opening up the Dominican Republic. We hope to take a mission team to the Dominican Republic in this coming year. But the mission field is not always another country. Can I submit to you that the mission field is your neighborhood? The mission field is your workplace? The mission field is your school? The mission field is wherever God takes you, wherever life takes you, it's there. That's your mission field. And so in this year, our goal is not only to prepare you to reach the lost, but we'll be providing opportunities so you can be a part of, of ministry opportunities that will change people's lives forever. I mean, here's some initiatives we're working on present. We're working on a scripture translation project to an unreached people group in the Ivory Coast. Uh, we're trying to pull all of the details of that together. And we'll invite you to be a part of that. We have events like the Sportsman's Dinner, Christmas Joyland, and a local outreach where we have the opportunity to present the gospel message, where we invite people who don't know God to hear about God. Really simple. We want to equip you so that you feel confident in sharing the gospel message. All of this is a part of mobilizing the Grace Covenant family to reach the lost. Our second goal is this, to engage the saved in an ongoing process of spiritual growth. We want to continue to provide like a variety of opportunities for you to grow in your faith life. Listen, we don't want to be those who are just saved and satisfied. We want to be those who are saved and ever growing in a relationship with Christ, embracing all, the, all that God has for us. If you're not in a group, group, we want to help you find a group so that you can discover the benefit of, of growing as you're doing community with others. If you've not found your place to serve, we want to help you find that place to serve others because as we serve, we grow. If you've not developed a rhythm of healthy spiritual disciplines that bring growth, we want to help you establish those disciplines. We want to be those, again, who are always growing in our relationship with Christ. Here's our third goal for this year, to move beyond the walls of the building to serve our community with compassion. To serve with compassion. In Matthew 5.16, listen to what Jesus said. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in Him, that they, the community, might see your good deeds, your acts of kindness, your acts of compassion, and what be drawn to God. He got, God has placed, I'm so convinced, that God has placed Grace Covenant Church in the Lake Norman community that He might reveal His kindness through us to this community. That people might see and experience Jesus through us. And that happens when? When we move to action and when we're living out compassion. Here's a few ways we're going to be living out compassion this year. We're going to continue to partner with the Neighborhood Care Center. They're one of our key partners that's bringing help for people in crisis. We're going to be partnering with the Hope House. If you don't know much about the Hope House, it's a, it's a ministry that helps women in crisis. We're going to be partnering with them. We'll be partnering with three schools to bring help for teachers and students. We're going to be packing food again in August. 
in August to uh, send to Nicaragua. Those are just a few of the things when we're going to be mobilized, what to live out acts of compassion in really practical ways. Why? So people can experience Jesus through your life. They can experience the love of Christ. Their fourth and final goal is this, to develop healthy community that leads us toward unity. Healthy community. It was interesting to me that just before Jesus went to the cross, John 17, this is what he prayed, Father, may they be one even as you and I are one. That through the unity of those who would follow after me, people would see and believe. How many of you know, especially in the past couple years, um, there's been heightened division and strife and anger and hatred and bitterness. And here's the sad thing, not just in the world, but in the body of Christ. And we believe one of the things that the Holy Spirit clearly spoke to us in this year is to really come to this place of unity. Because if you read, matter of fact, next week we're, we're going to be talking about this. Actually, Pastor Marcus will be talking about this. Psalm 133 talks about what happens when there's unity. It's there that God is honored, and it's there that he pours out his spirit. Dynamic things happen when we as the body of Christ are united when we're linked arms together. So in this year, we've established initiatives to help us discover and live out the unity that Jesus prayed for in John 17. And I'm not sure all this year is going to bring us. I don't have this crystal ball that I can see into and tell you all that's going to happen in this year. But what I'm confident of is as we humbly seek God, and as we proactively live out his will, he'll do great things. And we'll be absolutely amazed. You know, I've had the privilege of leading this congregation for 27 years. And every year I'm more amazed than the year before. As we've set our heart to seek God and to serve him, he does great things. And as he's done in the past, so he will. So he will in the future. You know, if you think about it, as to what you give your life to and the investment of your life, and when we come to the end of our lives, it's, it's not going to matter what we've gained or what we've gathered. But what will matter is this. What will matter is how we've invested our lives in service to Jesus and service to others. May we invest well. May we invest well. You know, Jesus redeemed us and he rescued us, not, not just to get us to heaven, but so that we might be a part of his rescue story. He's given us life so that now we can share that life with others. So this morning, I want to conclude with one last video that I believe summarizes it really well. Not every way, God, any spirit of depression, any spirit of anxiety, any spirits of fear, always command the living and mighty name of Jesus Christ. There I was, empty handed, crying out from the pit of my despair. 
Grace Women's Retreat to bring healing to my daughter's back. The marriage ministry has um, changed my husband and I's marriage for the better. Jesus is helping me discover my purpose and is helping me walk that out in my life. Jesus loved me so much that he saved me. Who is my Jesus? He is my everything. I know I'm going to be healed. God already told me that. So this may be it right now. Awake in the morning. Perfect balance. Yes. God, perfect balance from God. I can do this. I can walk in the name of Jesus. I just wanted to say God has been with me my whole entire life. And I want to show other people that we're best friends forever. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I love Jesus. Do you? Here's the great news today. Not only do you have a rescue story because of the wonder of God's love and His mercy and His grace for you, but you can be a part of someone else's rescue story as we're living our lives on mission. This time I want to pass it back to the campuses. Thank you for joining us this morning. For all of you here present, I'm going to ask that you would stand with me. 
And you agree with me that God has done great things. As we look back to 2021, as you look at this report, it's so evident. The goodness and the blessing of God that's been evident in our church family. And we have so much to celebrate. What I also know is God has greater days ahead that he's inviting us into. And I love the scripture in 1 Corinthians 2, 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has even begun to comprehend the wonder of what God has. The greatness of his plans for us. What I want to believe for, for you and for myself and for our church family is this year we get to be a part of some rescue stories. Can I get an amen on that? God, use us. God, use us in a radical way as we're living our lives on mission. Would you pray with me? Lord, I thank you today. Lord, I'm so humble. Lord, just as I look at numbers, as I reflect on stories, Lord, as I see your hand at work, God, in individuals' lives and in our church family, God, you have so blessed us. And we are grateful. Lord, out of the gratitude, there's an excitement because, Lord, we believe that there's greater days ahead. You've said, Lord, and our minds can't even comprehend the fullness of all that you have for us that you're revealing by your Spirit. So, Lord, as we come into this year, Holy Spirit, help us to be a part of someone's rescue story. Lord, I pray that not only for myself, but for every individual here today. May we, may we understand, God, that the world is the mission field that you called us to. And every day we're on assignment. We're on mission. Holy Spirit, help us step up and be courageous. To step into the opportunity that you're bringing. That we can be a part of someone's rescue story. And Lord, I, I pray that broader for our church family. Lord, on all of our campuses. Lord, may this body of Christ be mobilized. In a dynamic way, empowered by your spirit. To be a part of a lot of rescue stories throughout this year. And God, before it ever happens, we thank you. For what you're going to do. Amen. I'm going to ask.